You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's that time again for some rumors and some news. I'm here with Vicky. Sadly, though, Chrissy's not here. She is sick. She texted you earlier today, right, Vic? She did. She is not feeling well, and I'm glad she's going to urgent care because we've had so much illness in the school system. I just want to make sure she's okay. Um, I don't know if you heard, Nick, but we've had over 6,000 deaths here in the state of Missouri for this flu. I'm not kidding. This year? This year. 53 of them, as the, the other day, were 10 and under. So when my kids at school are getting sick for more, multiple days, I'm checking on them frequently to make sure they've been to the doctor. And I know that sounds like I'm butting in, but they're my kids. Holy cow. I know we had a teacher in first grade that went to the hospital. Right. Um, and got really bad. She was out for two full weeks, and even her kiddo got it. it it's pretty bad. So people, if you're sick and it's multiple days of a high fever, please do yourself a favor and your family and oh go my. to the doctor because some people have waited too long. Now, some of those people of that big number, they said were older, over 60s, but some of those people weren't. There was a 22-year-old last year that, or last week that passed away. Oh from my the gosh. Flu. You know, so when I was sick a few months ago, right? A couple months ago, I was yeah. sick for quite a while. It started in October. Yeah. Well, I started taking vitamins after that and I have been like completely good to go. Yeah. I started taking my vitamins every day. It's something I really didn't do. Uh, and I figured, hey, you know, I really should. It's good for you anyway. I'm well, sure the doctor yeah. will tell you that. Right, 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 right. Haven't changed any habits inside the classroom, though. You know, I, I still sanitize on Fridays and wipe everything down. But uh, man, that many deaths? Yeah. Well, they. I mean, it's not all in our in St. Louis area, but it's right, in the, in the state. state. I know. I thought I misheard it. And then Joey goes, he said over 6,000 deaths. And I said, I thought maybe I was just hearing things. He goes, no, that's what he said, Mom. So, yeah. So, friends, listeners, we would appreciate it. We want everybody to stay well so you can visit Disney. Arm sneeze. Arm sneeze. Cough sneeze. I right. mean, cough in your arm. Excuse me. <laughs> that's funny. All right, right. I'll start it right off. Did you did you hear the story about the Secret Service agents at the Art of Animation? Uh, I think so. With okay. the credit card fraud? Yes. Okay, All ahead. right, so you caught that story. Listeners, if, if you haven't caught the story yet, Secret Service agents arrest credit card fraud suspect at Disney's Art of Animation. Now, I'm shocked that when they said Secret Service in this headline, and they mentioned it within the article as well. Right. I didn't think this was a Secret Service deal. I thought this was maybe FBI deal, right? I, crazy. I figured it would be the, you know, the feds. But nonetheless, here's the article. Investigations by Walt Disney World Security led the Secret Service to arrest a guest staying at Disney's Art of Animation Resort on charges involving credit card fraud. Disney security initially became suspicious after noticing an excessive amount in purchases made at Disney Springs charged to the same card used by a guest who had booked a two-week stay at Art of Animation. After they approached the room located in the Cars area, which is a really great area, by the way. I know. It's awesome. Well, they're all great over there. Right, but I just mean... It was our first day, was in Cars, the Cars Land area. It was so cool. He should have started in All-Star Sports. <laughs> And received, uh, so they received no answer, so they entered and found numerous credit cards. They quickly contacted Secret Service. Good on Disney. $5,000 in fraudulent charges, but I'm still scratching my head why Secret Service, right? So 5000 in fraudulent charges were made on the credit card uh, attached to the room, all right? So 5000 purchases attached to the room, or $5,000, I should say. And that's according to the Secret Service. Doesn't Disney, first off, sorry, don't they want you to charge as much money as you can possibly okay, to Okay, but I think the, the red flag is the last name. I don't know if you know. Okay, that. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. 
While the room was still being investigated, four Brazilian men appeared. Think they were part of the Run Disney team? <laughs> yeah, <that's>, I <laughs> think they were. One of the men, Fabio Valdarnini. Did we say that right? I said that right. All right. Possessed a card decoder and dozens of cards inside his luggage. So sounds like this guy was a pro at stealing information, but not a pro at not getting caught. Valdernini was promptly arrested and is currently in custody at Orange County Jail. Secret Service came in and now he's at Orange County. There is an ongoing investigation to determine where the accused got their information as well as how many credit or excuse me, current and prior victims there actually are. So my understanding is, and I don't know if we read the exact same article on the same side or not, is that Secret Service was brought in because it made it seem like they didn't know if he was a citizen. Oh, and that okay. Caused, so I could see where Secret Service would need to come in for that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Um, and actually, one of our staff members, counselor, her car window, I don't know if you knew this, but right before Christmas, her car window was broke. She went for a bike ride and they could tell that there was a purse under the seat and they got in there and got her purse and her wallet and then some other things that they found once they broke the window and got in and got the purse. Well, apparently there is a group of individuals in our local area, not citizens of the United States. They're trying to make sure that they know that they're all connected because it's happening. They're going to places where people park to ride their bikes or to take their walks or to go running. They'll but you're not saying these individuals are connected. To no, them. I'm not saying these are connected, but I could see where the Secret Service is coming in. Do you know what I'm saying? She's, right. she's, the cops told her that this is becoming an ongoing thing in the United States. People are coming in from other places, and I'm not accusing initials. anybody. Who was it? Initials. Give me initials. Um, I want to know. It's your favorite person from today. Oh, okay. Got, got it. Got it. Yes. That was really scary for me to think this was going on. So I'm wondering where this guy stole these people's credit cards. Like, did he get in right. a room while the maid was cleaning it? So or? this is what listeners have to say. Yeah, I know. They had Um, some interesting things to say. Or I shouldn't say listeners, but people who responded to the article. This is great stuff. It's awesome. You you read it too? Yep. I I wonder what is suspicious. What is a suspicious level of spending to Disney? What is this guest is giving us too much money, right? So what is this? Like, what is this guest giving us too much money kind of stuff coming from Disney, right? True. Disney, Disney would want all that money. Obviously, there is, one person said, obviously, there is more to why something seems suspicious than just the dollar amount. Because a lot of people spend large amounts here at Disney World. My guess is that they don't want to say what was so suspicious. They don't want to tip off others to how avoid being caught. That was one person's uh, rebuttal. One person said, correct, I dumped five grand and a half halfway through my visit. I wish they uh, would come up, come in my room and stop it. <laughs> That's funny, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, my husband uh, definitely wishes someone would intervene my Disney spending. They put laugh out loud. And, uh, ha, I know. I wonder how many times I've looked suspicious at Disney for spending that amount of money. One of the people that I had read also said they, too, were like you and they didn't understand the Secret Service thing. And what was the red flag that made them look at it? So, yeah, I think everybody's questioning it. I hope we'll have more details soon. I'd like to follow up on this because this was an interesting case to me. To think that this guy, and they don't even say, were they credit cards of current Disney visitors? No, they don't. They don't. Or did he come from some other place? Like he stole them in Tampa and then went to Orlando. I would say if he had a whole suitcase filled with them, he's probably using using them, right? I mean. Yeah, but I mean. Using anyone's. You know. Right, but I'm just saying, he. it didn't have to be that they came from people in Orlando. He could have been somewhere else and brought them there. So here's my thing. You know, there are safes and yeah. the AOA. Why aren't you putting your decoder in the safe and all of your cards? I'm just well, saying. Is I don't know how deep it is in AOA. How deep is They're pretty safe? deep. Okay, because I use them. and They're all the same size in all the rooms. They're, I use them when I what travel. A decoder, I don't know what a decoder looks like in size because I'm not a thief. It can't be that big, right? I don't know. I mean, I mean, just imagine what people do at gas stations, right? They put the swiper on top of the swiper. Okay. Right? It's, okay, so it's got to be relatively yeah. small. Because I was saying the safe is only as wide as like a, a dollar bill. It's not as long. What? The ones that have been in the rooms we stayed are only as wide as like a credit card. No, 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 no. They're like, it's like as big as my, my laptop right here, my no, no, tablet no. It's laptop. It's about as wide as your thing, but then the width for like to lay it side. Do you know what I'm saying? I love as wide as what? This conversation's... Co- I'm okay. making it go south. My yes, bad. You said it's as wide as my thing. My, as your my, computer. Right. You're right. But then in depth, like when you lay things down, right. it's like a sideways dollar bill width or a credit, a little bit bigger than a credit card width. Our listeners are putting their thumbs out right now in the air and tilting it back and forth trying to gauge... How big... They, they're route. not huge. They're not like... You wouldn't go in there and put... I don't know. I Barely room for a gun in there. And I'm not, I know you bring a gun. I'm just saying. Hey, why now? <laughs> that's not... That's public knowledge. You're yeah, concealing carry. So, listeners, if you're just tuning in and you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, 
We're talking about I hope you're making that, a great inference here. <laughs> the, the, um, there was somebody that did some bad fraudulent right, credit right. card usage. All right, so I have to say this because, you know, I know this is your favorite thing that I do every every month, but this I wish I was at Disney for. The uh, bottomless shake this month yeah? is chocolate-covered strawberry. Okay, And nice. I don't know if you've ever had chocolate-covered strawberry at Steak and Shake, but to die for. That, so, like a shake at Steak and Shake? Yes. Of the chocolate-covered strawberries? No, so I haven't. So I bet it's even better at Plaza because it's Disney. Let's see here. Did you check out the football game the other night? I watched the whole thing. Were you proud that the Eagles won the Super I was, Bowl? and I was actually more proud. I should have rubbed it into your son today because I forgot he was not rooting for the Eagles. Oh, well, he didn't know. I don't think he knew who to root for. You know, I posted up on Instagram. Listeners, if you follow me, it's uh, Mousecapades Podcast underscore Nick. And my son was in the car, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do another recording from the car because we often do that at a right. stoplight or something. I'm like, hey, Colin, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? You know, is it Eagles or Patriots? Oh, Patriots. Patriots, Dad. And I got on him. I laid him. I know. I'm like, I was are funny. you kidding me, son? Are you kidding me? Sorry for all of our New England fans out there listening to this podcast. They're probably just lost you now. But they've won a lot, though. In, in all right. fairness. Well, you know, hey, we're from St. Louis. We're based out of Walt's home state of Missouri. So, you know, you could see how we don't have much brotherly love for the Patriots. <laughs> By the way, they were. You know, they were supposed to move here before we got the. The Rams. Yeah, that turned out well. So so Rams, here's a little history here for, for everyone else. You know, when we when the Cardinals left in 87, I was extremely sad. And we didn't have a football team for quite a while. I became a, a Bills fan. And my heart was broken year after year, and our listeners probably know why. It lost every every time in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Do you remember that, Vicky? No, because so, I didn't watch football. Okay, so <laughs> we were initially supposed to get an expansion team, and they were going to call them the Purple Stallions, the St. Louis Purple Stallions. And anytime you put an okay. adjective in front of a team, it never lasts more than a few years. A team ends up switching the name. But the Purple Stallions, that idea folded. Right. And they ended up going down to, uh, it was either Jacksonville Jaguars or the Carolina Panthers, right? It was one of those two teams. Okay. Then, oh my gosh, we're supposed to get the Patriots from New England, uh, that, that we were supposed to snag them from the New England area, and it was supposed to be a St. Louis team, St. Louis Patriots. It came down to a couple signatures. It was a done deal. Well, all of a sudden, that didn't happen, and St. Louis is screaming. We got screwed out of the expansion team now that we were supposed to get, and now the Patriots aren't coming here. Well, wow. saving grace came from L.A., and the team was moved from Los Angeles to Rams, and they came to St. Louis. That's how we ended up getting the Rams. But we were shunned by two other teams that were supposed to be here. And then we finally ended up getting the Rams in St. Louis. Now, I will say all of us St. Louis fans, now what if the Pats did end up here and they had that dynasty team? I don't know. Would we, you know, I mean, we'd have some love. So We don't know because does that mean the coach would have, that particular coach would have come with them? We're just jealous. That's what that means. No. We're just jealous. So We have the Cardinals. I'm glad the Eagles won. I'm glad to see someone else won. Uh, but it was a good game, nonetheless. And the reason why I'm still talking about it is because... During one the, of the game. Yeah, did, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I knew you would talk about it. I just pulled it up just in case. All right, we had our first look at the new Solo movie, A Star Wars Story. How did you feel about it? I didn't see that, actually. You didn't? I was getting ready for the podcast today oh. when the game was on, so I wasn't watching the commercials. Looks pretty interesting. They didn't show much in Disney fashion. They tease you. And they really didn't show much of anything. They just showed a few characters, and that was pretty much it. Can't wait to see the next trailer that comes out. So, listeners, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and look for it. And while we're on Star Wars, real quick, I'll, I want to want to let you know that the medals have been revealed for the 2018 Star Wars Half Marathon, the dark side, yes, the one that, uh, that Dave too. ran in. Yeah. Now, the medals look awesome. They're themed with Captain Phasma, you know, the Chrome Trooper, as they call her, BB-8. Uh, they got some great designs. Well, this morning... One of my students discovered The Last Jedi this weekend. and For the first time? Yes. But see, she had to earn it. She's been trying to do well at school so that she can earn. The Finally, time. parents that parent. Right. She had well, to earn it? Yes. Nice. So she came in. Sorry, parents. And she could not get started with her work because she was obsessed with telling me about The Last Jedi. And I should have said, yes, I've seen it. But instead, I didn't. I made the mistake of saying, no, I've never seen it. Oh, geez. So she proceeds to give me a step-by-step. And I said, you know who you need to talk to? You need to talk to Mr. Iman because he will talk to you all day long. I have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, remember that part? And then I'm like, I didn't. Oh, that's awesome. It was. But anyway, I thought you would be excited about that because she seriously couldn't 
get it out of her head, and she saw it on Saturday. So I wonder what yesterday, if she was telling her parents about it all day. Remember on the part? Da, 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 because that's what she Sure. Did. She kept thinking of stuff, and then she would tell me. Some of it did sound familiar to things that I heard you saying on the podcast, but it was just hilarious. I thought of you immediately. So remember back in 2017 at D23 Expo, where there was an announcement made about a new theater coming to Main Street, USA? Yes, yes. Okay, inside the Magic Kingdom Park? Is a really cool... Uh, sketch of it too. Yeah, it was, it was said to be based on the iconic Wills Wood Theater in the 1920s in Kansas City. I'm going to have to go back out there and see where it was if it's not there anymore to see the location or if it is there to see what it looks like because it's just a few hours away from us here, Vic. I know. Yeah. And, and you know, so basically Kansas City, right outside the area where Walt lived in Missouri, in Marceline, Missouri. So just, uh, he moved from Marceline, Missouri to Kansas City, Missouri. This is supposed to be based off of the Wills Wood Theater. It's supposed to be at the Magic Kingdom Park, but we haven't seen anything. Additional details were supposed to follow, but we haven't heard anything about this until a rumor recently started, by the way, saying that the project has been canceled. Did you catch this? Yeah, I did. It's been canceled, but there's no word if it's canceled permanently or just canceled and they're going to move it. This is just a rumor, though. This is not yes, news. True. Like, this isn't true. This is... Right, they said... We don't know Right. This is just rumor that, and, but usually I will say. A lot of that stuff comes true. Right. Eight out of 10 times, man. I would say 80%. It's spot on. But I'm wondering what the reason was. So hopefully if they do. That's such really a great cancel, idea. No, I know. It, I, I mean, know I get they have the AMC theater there in Disney Springs. True. But people go to um, the Magic Kingdom to get their hair cut. I know. Why wouldn't people go and see maybe a short film? It doesn't have to be like, yeah, it doesn't have to be they films. They would have to pay a price to get in the park and then right. to see the movie too. Why not? You pay for everything else, right? Right, but I'm just saying, you're saying they come to, well, yeah, okay. They must be annual pass holders if they come to get their hair cut regularly. But how cool would it be to, to you know, to be set and like see a movie from, movie from the 1920s? Oh, no, I would like, like in it. that theater or, you know, an older film. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying play Die Hard in that movie because it just wouldn't go with the theming. You definitely want to play some of the old no, films that Walt would have seen. Yeah. So I learned a little bit more about the show that is replacing the flight, uh, the birds in flight. Not only is it going to have Russell and Doug, but it's going to have other birds. They're going to tie it in because of Kevin from Up. They're going to bring in birds like the bird Kevin from the movie. Oh, cool. And so there will still be birds in that adventure. They're calling a great bird adventure, by the way. And it will open on April 22nd, 2018, because that is the 20th anniversary, which we've already talked about a little bit last week. And so they're going to have like birds eating out of the people's hands and doing different things. So it's not just a chance for you to meet Russell and Doug. It is also a chance for you to see some different kinds of birds that hopefully you haven't seen before. Disney Park launches Disney Family Volunteering Reward Program. Did you catch this? I did not. I don't so think. we have to create a nonprofit organization and try to get, on, get in on this. As a part of its leadership with uh, Points of Light, Disney Parks has launched a new program that will allow eligible nonprofit organizations to earn free theme park tickets to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. That's pretty cool. It's amazing. The new Disney Family Volunteer and Reward Program, say that five times fast, right, <laughs> allows non-for-profits and schools to earn up to 20 tickets per calendar year by volunteering in a family service project that helps their community. The number of tickets earned is based on the number of participants helping with each project or projects. We need to do this and schools. We need to look into this and get this started here. We can only get 20 tickets, so we that's about how many kids we have in our class. Well, that's why we only sign up 15 kids. Each or together? <laughs> together. Okay. And then create fictitious students. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That would all be tied. It'd all be tethered. But just think about it. You, myself, get Colin, Aaron, and then we'll put everyone else on the list. <laughs> you know, Chrissy and Michael, and then we'll have everyone else on the list uh, to volunteer. Some of our local listeners and right. Jamelin. Well, they got to be associated with the school, right? No, I don't, I don't know. We got to look at it and it see what it says. It has to be we, with the community. Yeah, so. we have to see what it says in the bylaws. So Disney Pixar superheroes are taking over Tomorrowland, and it'll be going on while you're there this summer. So you know how they always have Mr. and Mrs. Cre Incredible, and they have Frozone? I love Mrs. Incredible. I know you she do. She can say that. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> So make sure you dance with her and get a picture this summer so I can see that. But drum roll, please. The guest that we've not seen, but people are dying to meet. Do you know who it is from Incredible? People are not seen, but dying to meet. They're dying to meet this character that they have not seen. Ever? I'm not saying ever. In I the think parks? it's very, very rare. Okay, this character is rare. Jack-Jack? No. Because I don't think I've ever seen Jack-Jack. Frozone? No, Frozone's already there. He's there all the time. Edna Mose. Oh. She's going to be there as a superhero costume designer. And I saw a picture, and I couldn't find it. 
I had read it in an earlier article, but it wasn't like local to us or didn't make sense. So I didn't want to talk about that. But then when they said they were going to be at Disney World this summer, I was like, that is way cool. It She looks a lot like the character. But as we discovered last week, the person who does her voice is really a guy. So I thought that was interesting anyway. So we all remember the story back in November, Vixter. The Los Angeles Times was blocked from movie screenings by the Walt Disney Company following an article that was very critical of the leadership between Disney and the city of Anaheim. Several days later, it was in November, yeah, after fellow journalists threw their support behind the Times, remember Disney reversed their decision. Right. After productive discussions with the newly installed leadership at the Los Angeles Times. Well, the Huffington Post has uncovered documents that the newly installed leadership may have been Times president, who appears to have a connection to Sean Shopdahl, the vice president of Disney. Oh. And so in here they have provided, like, deeds that have their names on them, and they got some stuff highlighted. The Times president, a married woman as her sole separate separate uh, property, uh, talking about how much interest, and Sean... Shop tall or shop tall, basically saying a single man, you know, how much interest he has in the has in this for all the tenants in common. So a grant deed from 2014, okay, Vicky, shows that Rosen and Shop Tall own a property together in Brent, in Brentwood, California. Shop Tall was deeded a 30.9 ownership of the property that was once shared between the Times president and her husband. Ooh. Okay. Additional documents indicate that as of October 2017 that the pair still own the property together, okay? While Shoptal's role in the company seems to be limited to the consumer products division, the Huffington Post still questions the connection to Rosen and why it hasn't or hadn't surfaced until now. How much input Rosen had in the discussions between Disney and the Times is also unknown. While its president Rosen's role should have been on the uh, the business side of things, but the Huffington Post suggests that this line may have been blurred due to her longtime working relationship with the CEO and publisher, Ross Levinson, who she crossed paths with at least five other companies. Okay, Many employees of the newspaper, in fact, weren't even sure what Rosen's day-to-day role as president actually entailed. Rosen's no longer the president of the Times. Uh, having recently uh, received a yet-to-be-announced promotion with within Tronc, which is uh, the parent company of the Times. Last week, an employee of the Times filed an internal complaint with Tronc regarding both Rosen's lack of disclosure regor- regarding her Disney connection and the fact that the details of the Times Disney um, ha- haven't yet been made clear. So I, there's a connection between the two. I'm thinking, you know, a personal feud or or something. An affair. It, okay, so you're just going there. I mean. All right. I don't know. I, this is the kind of stuff that happens in America all the time. Well, nice segue, okay. you know, because we're going to talk about another personal relationship. Disney animation to hold a day of listening for staff in the midst of John Lasseter's sabbatical. Okay. Uh, We all do this. Good leaders do this, right? Good organizations will have a day where all the staff can come in and basically ask as many questions as they want, generate solutions to maybe problems within the company and organiz- or the organization right. itself, right? Good leaders will open that door and do that. Good organizations will open that door and do that. Pixar has done the exact same thing. So here's the headline. Disney Animation to Hold a Day of Listening for Staff in the Midst of John Lasseter's Sabbatical. On Thursday, so the last week, almost a week, or it has been a full week, today, uh, or tomorrow, I should say. On Thursday, the employees at Disney Animation Studios are set to hold a meeting for what is being called a day of listening. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a handful of human resources professionals present to facilitate a discussion of workplace concerns. Longtime Disney cast members have stated that a gathering of this nature is unprecedented for the Burbank-based animation unit, right? So I'm shocked. I thought they did stuff like this. I know they're creative, and they used to have something called the Gong Show, where their employees would bring ideas to the table, and they try to create animation films out of or animated films out of it. But I, I guess I just assumed that they also would have meetings where people can just throw their ideas and how they're feeling, how things are going within their own organization structure and things like that. It's also been reported that sources with ties to both Disney Animation and Pixar Animation Studios speculate that John Lasseter, who oversees both companies but has been on leave since November, 
will not return from what was characterized by Disney a six-month sabbatical. At the time, Lasseter acknowledged painful conversations and unspecified missteps in a memo to the staff. The Hollywood Reporter also states that Disney declined to comment, but an insider described the day of the listening as part of a frequent effort to engage with employees, which is good. A source told the reporter that Pixar held a listening event several years ago and where employees brought up concerns about Lasseter's general behavior. One animator reportedly stated that when Pixar co-founder Ed uh, Cadmull, uh, I hope Mule or Mole, I hope I'm saying that right, delivered feedback to Lasseter. So when they did this before, and the feedback was delivered back to Lassiter. Now, Lassiter got so angry that he didn't speak for more than a week to his staff. That's a long time. So the article went on to say the list out Lassiter's behaviors according to former staff members. And I was kind of shocked by some of them. It wasn't pretty. I mean, I was shocked, but I'm not. A lot of CEOs act in this manner, right? A lot of presidents act in this manner. Uh, I think for some reason, individuals that have a lot of power feel that they can do what they want to do and not get a, not get in trouble. You know, they feel like they can get away with anything and say and do anything. Uh, Lassiter, according, yeah, right, right. No, right. According to this article and uh, that went on um, that I'm not, not mentioning here, he did indeed feel like that he could get away with a lot of stuff. So it was eye-opening for me. That just makes me sad. Because we have this one picture right. of Lassiter and Toy Story and, you know, this guy right. that dreams of his childhood and putting it into computer animation right you know and that's what we see and feel and feed off that anyway very interesting but uh wanted to bring that up as well did you have that at all i actually didn't hear this i'm surprised i read a lot of news this week and that was not one of them but that does make me really sad because i wanted to think that people were just being ignorant (laughs) to be honest i mean i know that's sad but like you said, we kind of put him on a pedestal because of all the things he's done for Pixar and for to make our lives happy watching movies. and Right. Say. So he's been out for six months and they're saying that he's probably not going to return. Well, he's so. only been out since November, though, right? Is when it came Oh, yeah. Out. But they're saying by the six month term, he's probably not going to return, though, which kind of stinks. That so really he's got, stinks. what, two months to go, something like that on a sabbatical. But if they're already saying that he's not going to suspect not to return, know. there's probably a lot more that they have found out. So I'm sure there's investigations going on through HR like crazy. And he's in charge of both departments, Disney Animation and Pixar Animation. Insane. Um, One more thing real quick. Disney's CEO Bob Iger sells his luxurious New York City apartment for how much? I just showed you. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Okay, you want to take a guess? $2.7 billion. You're close. Really? No. (laughs) $18.75 million. Million. An apartment. For 18.75 mil. I know. That's a nice little vacation an a, home. An apartment. We could buy one of those homes in Golden Oaks. We could. Did you see that this week? No. That, that at the bus stops, they've added a stop now for Golden Oaks. Really? The buses pick up in that subdivision. And I was like, oh, I think we should take the bus. You know, like we go to buses to different resorts. Right. We should just take a bus on over to the Golden Oaks and see if, you know, we know anybody or they yes. say hi to us walking in their subdivision. I was like, are you kidding me? That's so crazy. Have you seen my Club 33 application? (laughs) Anyone? Has anyone seen it? But yeah, I thought it was, I saw it. I know for a fact it was Magic Kingdom that that one was at. I don't know the other ones, but I was like, are you kidding me? That's awesome. So the little uh, Disney transportation comes to your subdivision, you know, $1.5 million homes and picks you up. Hey, if I had the money, I'd buy it too. So you remember the monorail mess, right? Uh, With the malfunctions? With the door being open. There are now stickers placed above all the doors that say, please do not lean on the doors. Doors is, may open. Is it in English and Spanish? Um, I'm sure it is. I didn't blow the picture up to see. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm opening up my candy bar you gave me. Yes, so you're I probably know. hearing it's, something it's in the background. Fault. I'll try not to eat in the microphone. Good news, Chrissy and Kaylee. They have rose gold cupcakes at the Starbucks bakery on Magic in the Magic Kingdom. You don't have to just go to the Sunshine Seasons at Epcot. I saw that. So... Then I, I was reading some commentary after it, and some lady's like, they need to cut down on the icing. <laughs> I was like, really? The icing's what makes the cupcake sometimes. If you don't get it, and I'm going to throw out a word that's just going to freak out listeners because my daughter hates it. Oh, is it the M word? If the cupcake is not moist, you, you, need, went some, there. you need some good icing. You need some icing to... Do they have real gold flakes on it? I don't actually know how they made this, to be honest. I don't. I wondered how they... Because it's shimmery. 
It is. It's they can do anything nowadays though. Honestly, think about it. They had a cape that looked like a Batman car and it was all shiny. And you just well the cupcake we saw at Christmas that looked like an ornament and it was all shiny. Mm. You just yeah, I have it no was amazing. Idea. And this is sad to me because I don't think that I ever knew that these tiki's did this, but I always took the pictures of those tiki's over there by Jungle Cruise. The t- okay outside or inside a tiki room? No, they were tiki's right outside the Jungle Book. These three little tiki's. Jungle Cruise? Yeah, right outside. It was like catty corner from the tiki room. Okay. There are these little tiki. They spit water. Did you know that? Oh, those guys. Yes. They removed them. Why? And it's a big controversy. Um, They added more seating, which is a really good thing. Because think about it. There's not a lot of seating over there for people that are waiting for families or whatever. They're on Aladdin or whatever. So they made some more seating. Magic carpet ride. But somebody said they were going to have to get a petition if the camel that spits leaves. There will be fights. I don't think the camel's going to leave. I was just laughing because I'm like, it's okay that that's happening. So I'm pretty excited about this. I want to go get this book. They have um, the second Hocus Pocus book. Well, we need to finish the Disney War before we go out and start reading this other books. This is not books. a long book. No, I saw, I saw that. Did you ever read the first one? I didn't. Oh, you did? I thought you did. The Hocus Pocus? Mm-hmm. No. I just love the movie. Oh. But I want to read this because it's an all-new sequel. And did you hear the backstory on it? No. So... The kids get married that are the ones the whole night. Do they? Okay. And they have a little girl named Poppy. And she runs into the Sanderson sister. So apparently their dust went back together and they are now alive again. And so she has to fight their evil. Make a movie out of it? I'm sure they're going to. But that's the storyline I read about it. You know it will. Look how much money Disney The first one did a great... I mean, the first one was good. Well, I think it's great because even when... Though it kind of... I felt like it kind of laid dormant for a little while. They still showed it at Halloween or whatever. I was trying to think what I was saying. They still showed it at Halloween. But recently, I feel like it's had a comeback since they added it to the stage show at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Parties. Do you know what I'm talking about? You saw it. Yep. I was going to say, you saw it. It was good. You're starting to see more individuals actually dress up as the sisters as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even at the parks. uh, Costumes here locally. Oh. It's it's on on the rebound. So, Disney is helping to reverse the decline of Siberian cranes. I I like to find the good stuff that Disney does. Siberian cranes? Yeah, the Siberian cranes, they're, they're depleting. And they're helping the... I didn't even know a crane existed in Siberia. I don't know. I don't write Like bird, crane. Yes. A bird, a crane. They're having a problem in huh. China. And so Disney is going to work with the international Oh, they're crane. just called Siberian cranes, not necessarily from Siberia? Yes. They're in China. Yes. Right. Okay. They're going to work with the International Crane Foundation, and they're trying to reverse the decline by helping um, China and Russia improve, because apparently their wetlands have the most Siberian cranes, and so China and Russia are now being helped by the Disney Com- Conservation Fund. I just like to find things that Disney does that are for the good, because we don't want species to go out. Okay, more food. This is like a bad time of day, because we're always hungry after school when we're recording. So they once nested, by the way, in western Siberia, oh. and they wintered in India. So... That's crazy. But their population is that is vastly quickly decreasing, and so this is what Disney's decided to step up and cover help. some long distance to migrate or just yes, wow! It makes one of the longest migrations. Hmm. So uh, I just had read the other day about Gaston's cinnamon rolls, and you've had one of those before too, right? I have, yes. So uh, a lot of people that had had them had mentioned that it didn't have quite enough icing on it for them. So oh, really, yeah. I always thought it did. Well, I At least think the one I had did. I was going to say, I think it depends on where, which one you who get. You, who you have, too, that makes the middle, it. If you get the middle cinnamon roll, mm-mm-mm. You want to get the middle because it's not dry on the So the one I had was drowning in icing. Okay. Like it was, can I have a, a cinnamon roll with this, please, kind of thing. <laughs> well, so apparently that's not always the case. And I know that the one our friends got when we, they were there, they said it was good, but it wasn't as good as they thought it was going to be. You can now get a side cup of icing for free. Okay, so they just blew a lot of pixie dust all over that cinnamon roll. They wanted to make it all good. This week they uh, showed us how to make, how they make the Disney magic tags when you become. I saw this on, I I passed by it, but tell me, what what does it say? It's very cool. So they just put them all in this machine and it's a laser. 
It's the cast member tag. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the luggage tag, so I didn't even read the article. No, it's the cast member's tags and how after they hired 12 people, then this lady just programs it into the computer and it showed it go through and how it laser-cutted their names into there. And then they had a group of people. Laser-cutted. Cutted. Laser-cut. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's all good. No, I, I mess up too. Um, we hang around six-year-olds for a living, so <laughs> we're going to talk like them. So just like you go somewhere else, you pick up the accent. So it's really cool, like when you get your job at Disney and they give you your magic tag and you become a cast member. Yeah. They like clapped for each other. It was the coolest thing. Well, yeah, that's what they do in their classes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. They have they their own part. They have a name. party. Yeah, they read off their names and they all clap for it. So I thought it was a really cool thing. It's awesome. But that's what this lady gets to do. And she said she loves her job. You can buy those online. Can you? With your name on it. I want one. Uh, so I know as of a year ago, there was someone out there that had the machine that made them and you could have your own name put on them and where you're from. I want to do and, that. And I mean, it was pricey though. It was like 70 bucks for a na- plastic name. Well, when you have a machine that does it and you can counterfeit it. $70. Yeah. Name tag that bad. Right. That's what I said. I kept moving along. You can so, buy other people's name tags for cheaper. <laughs> Cast members that sell them on like eBay and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. So maybe there's one out there named Vicky. I'm sure there is uh, from from St. Louis, Missouri. Refurbishments are still underway in Adventureland at the Magic Kingdom, and I think it's hilarious because this particular article I read, they didn't seem to know what was going on there. But then I read another article that says it's Club 33, which we talked about last week. But these people were saying, yeah, we don't know. We, we have rumors that it might be this and it might be that, and um, they got some behind the scene pictures. I don't know. Of what? Like what are you talking about? Oh, just right cons- out outside Adventureland where they're building the Club 33. But this article I read was showing pictures of it. And they're like, we're not, we're, it's under wraps. We don't know what it is. And I'm thinking, I just read an article that said it was Club 33. So I'm not Yeah, sure. there were some boards up there. It's right. Uh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's yeah, show me. Yeah, it's right by when you're going across the bridge. That's all boarded yes, up there. Yes, I want to say on one of my trips. See, like they that. didn't have... Yeah, but I want to say on one of my trips, though, it, was, it wasn't there one day. It was on just one side, and oh, really? then the next day it happened. To, how long has it been boarded? Um, I thought it started in November, but I could be wrong. Oh, okay. And you were in the, it, there in yeah, November, but, yeah. but it wasn't like that in August, probably. No, it wasn't. But even when I was in there in November, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. But anyway, they were trying to sneak pictures, and I just think it's funny. They're trying to figure out what's going on. And I was like, did you read this other article? I think it was in the Sentinel so, that said that it was... I'm going to become homeless not on Main Street anymore. Okay. I'm going to sit right outside Club 33 and sit down <laughs> with a hat and some cardboard and write write a message on it or something like, Poe, Disney, guest, no, wanting you should, money. You should do caricatures for people and they can pay oh, you money. Oh, geez, so I get, get so in. sued. Why? Caricatures in Disney? Like uh, of, uh, of uh, the guests? Yeah. Why would you get sued? Oh, man, Disney'd want a profit of that because oh, I couldn't well. do it anywhere else, right? Enough. That's so awesome. They put up a Frida Kahlo display after the Coco movie, and it's at the Festival of the Arts in Epcot, so you can take your picture with Frida Kahlo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And so it's just outside the main building where the Margarita Stand used to be. It's an interactive exhibit that allows the visitors to strike a pose with Frida Kahlo. And um, it's becoming a pretty big deal. And they want to make sure everybody goes also goes into the Mexican Pavilion to check out the Cocoa Touches that they added to it. And apparently they're not going anywhere. Inside the pyramid? Yeah. They have stuff in there. Yeah, they, the they got they, yeah, they got stuff in there. Um, Piggybacking off of Adventureland being boarded up, have you seen the video or pictures of Disneyland with Main Street all boarded in the middle and everything? No. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I was an a- AP. I'm, they're doing it to, to for to better that area, you know, and build upon it. But so the horses, you know, that work that work the street. Oh, they're you having know. a break. So, yeah, they just read that article. I read that part. But yeah. it got me thinking about the actual what it actually looks like for Disneyland guests that go there and maybe AP holders. Gosh, when they walk in, that's got to really distract from uh, the magical moment, you know, Probably. that you want to have, especially if you're a first time guest. Wow, man, what a time not to go. <laughs> you know, well, hopefully not that many people are playing trips except the AP <laughs> people that have been there. Right. I people know what it look like. Hit it up on Periscope um, and even on Instagram. Some people you've been following, I'm sure they pop up videos. Uh, look for it. Um, do you get the alerts when people are yeah. Vi- yeah, yeah. recording? See if it's Disneyland, and if it is, just click on it because you might see a glimpse of it. Well, All it's right. a good thing, though, in the long run. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it'll look better, but right now, it's just like when they had um, the Emporium covered and you kept saying, what? 
the Emporium's covered. I'm going to be there during that time. Because it was going to take away the magic for you. Because they were working on... I don't actually know. I think they were painting it to make it look better is what I think they were doing. The Emporium? Yeah. You start saying? Yeah. So, in Fantasyland, one of your favorite places, Loaded Tots at Friar Nook. Friar Tuck? No, it says Friar's Nook. Friars Nook in Fantasyland has loaded tots. Oh, what's on them? So, buffalo chicken tots, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. I kind of want to try those. Greek tots, which are topped with tzatziki sauce, tomatoes, onions, banana peppers. You know who loves tots? I love, and Colin? You know who loves some nice tots? Who? Erin. Oh, she loves them? She loves tots, yeah. And then fiesta tots, which are like Mexican with black beans. You're so funny. But no, fiesta tots, that sounds great. I'm excited about the buffalo wing ones. I love me some buffalo Fiesta tots. I mean, you put that up on a on a menu. Fiesta tots. You can make the tots look like pinatas. No, that would be great. That's great marketing. You know, put designs on them and confetti and stuff, and they're tots, right? Fiesta tots. And so, okay, I guess I'm. Arts at Epcot. All right, you're moving along. No, that's great stuff. Okay. okay, I believe you. But you always make fun of me, so I was trying to move the food along. I need to have. I I need to be their. Uh, what Spoke do you call person it? for the top? No, that's, that generates all the ideas you and could stuff. Dress up like a tater tot. There, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? I'm the tater tot. I'm the fiesta tot. It just has a sombrero on. There you go. Right, and I have those maracas, and I'm just doing this you with a sombrero, and, and the I'm the a tater other, tot walking around. In the other hand, you could have. Um, something Greek. And in the other hand, you could have a chicken. So you could do buffalo chicken tot. Okay. Anyways. So at Festival Arts, not only is this art of paintings and things like that and chalk art and all the things that we've And water art. About, yes. It is also food art. Oh, well, yeah. We've seen. Very se- important. The most the, important thing the food, right food, now food. was this thing I saw. It's called, well, I know what it is. It's chilled shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's called? Feel free to break out any of this bread you want to. So I'll chilled- keep it all in, brother. <laughs> chilled shrimp. So they have it on a bed of quinoa, which I still have not eaten because my family looks at it and like I'm afraid they won't eat it. Do you know what I'm talking about? That black seed stuff, quinoa. Show me. Do you have a picture of it? I do have a picture of it, but it's. But I, first, I want to tell you what it is. So it's quinoa vegetables, spicy yogurt, and red pepper cools. Um, but, I mean, it's very artistic. That's spicy what I yogurt? Yeah, I didn't know they made spicy yogurt. Maybe it's plain that yogurt. That looks pretty cool. I just like how they, everything is so artistic at right. Disney. I mean, uh, especially at California Grill. They bring out this food, and it doesn't look like very much, but it really is a lot of food. It's just made into a specific design. I have one more thing, and then we can... Move on to history, and that is, um, so while they're reimagining the energy of Ellen's energy thing at Epcot, do you know what I'm talking about? I can't Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It says University of Energy, but I know it was something with Ellen. They are now decorating the walls during the Festival of Arts, and there's some pretty cool pictures on there that people have decorated, like somebody did a Phantasmic Mickey, and or Fantasia Mickey, excuse me, and then a Tinkerbell. So they're just decorating those walls that are usually just have sayings from Walt saying, please excuse our construction or whatever. We're are you talking about Ellen's Energy Adventure? Yes, thank okay. you. Okay. No, but you're. It it's the Universe around, of Energy. You're right. They have it around the Universe of Energy until Guardians of the Galaxy is up. Let's so see. Let's see what you got going using, on. They can do this for all holidays now. Then they can That's awesome. Decorate. But I love it. It's so fun because I know how much you like art. I I can just imagine somebody having the freedom to just decor- to paint whatever they want. That What a job. That'd be great. I mean, that would be fun because, you know, the paintings wouldn't talk back to you. <laughs> so anyway, that is all the news that you can use for today. Wait, so you got some history this time? I do have Outstanding. some history. All right, well, I'll take us, well, no, I'm not going to take us back, but Vic, I think it's about that time. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. January 30th, 1986, Steve Jobs buys the computer graphics division of George Lucas's Industrial Light and Magic, a motion picture visual effects company, for $10 million and incorporates it as Pixar. What year was this? 1986. Wow. That was a while before the first movie. 10 mil. Well, Pixar was putting out a lot of shorts back then. Right. And it said John Lasseter worked for ILM in the early 1980s as a computer animator, which we already knew. Also, January 30th, 1988, this one was good too, was the debut of Illuminations from Epcot, which I did not realize. And um, it's 13 special effect projectors with theme music. 12 wire mesh grids, 180 nozzles, which create the fountains, and 783 firework pieces. So, I thought it was pretty cool. January 31st, 
1998. Um, it is when they turned the castle back into the castle from the cake. And she said, remember she, well, you were sick the episode that we talked about. What are you talking about? When they turned the castle into the cake for their 25th anniversary. Oh, oh. It was a big controversy. But she said that she loved it. And um, January 31st, 1998 is when they turned it back into Cinderella's castle and took the cake off and made some people happy and some people mad. Or sad. Cake's cool. I mean, I get it, the theming. Well, she was just saying, like, you're always saying how it's the for the, the people that were only coming there that right, time, right, their right. lifetime vacation. How long How long was the castle turned into a cake? when we did the article, it said that it was only supposed to be for a short time, like, kind of like the Sorcerer Mickey's hat, but it ended up being 15 months. Over a year? Yeah, yeah. So it was a big controversy. Well, yeah, at that point, so, they could probably justify a year. Right. But over a year, that doesn't make sense. I have no idea. Someone got lazy. <laughs> they were doing something else. They were on strike. Workers. February 1st, 1994, the United States Department of Defense leases the Disney Inn Hotel at Walt Disney World and then renames it. You know what? Wait a minute. Also, you're talking about Shades of Green. Yes, Shades of Green. And then WDW will sell this property outright to the U.S. military in 2004. What was it called before then? Do you know? Yeah, the Disney Inn Hotel. Oh, and ho- the Disney Inn Hotel. Mm-hmm. And then February 2nd, 1967, Roy O. Disney outlined his brother, his late brother's plan to build the theme park and the world's first futuristic metropolis or... Epcot. When Disney Productions announces it will build the world's first glass domed city in Central Florida. Would have been great, man. No hurricanes. That would be good in glass. No no 4 p.m. showers in the afternoon. Oh, that's true. Storms and we stuff. Yeah. Outside. Gotcha. <laughs> Imagine the lighting effect, though, when you would have a major storm and it would lightning. You know, I wonder what kind of effect that would have given the people inside the dome. I don't know. Would it, would it have intensified? Would the light would bend across the whole dome? And like, who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. Why don't you build a little model of it? Yeah, and, and flash, then... flash a flashlight or a strobe light and, <laughs> and then we can put a camera it. in it. February 3rd, 1986, Pixar ceases being part of the Lucasfilm empire and becomes an independent company. At this time, the new enterprise owned mostly by Steve jo- Jobs. Why do I keep saying his name wrong? As of January 30th, along with Ed Catmull and Alvy Ray Smith, is the advanced computer hardware business. Pixar was founded as the graphics group. One third of the computer division of Lucasfilm that was launched in 1979 with the hiring of Catmull. It will nearly be a decade until Pixar becomes Pixar Animation Studios, known for producing some of the greatest animated films ever. Yep, they definitely had a vision when everyone else did not see it. Yeah, because that was 86. That was before I realized, you know, that that was even... Lasseter had left and been long gone from Disney at that point. And he left because he wanted to pursue, he wanted to pursue uh, digital animation. Yes. And Disney was like, we gave you the opportunity. That cartoon flopped. It was Rescues Down Under. It flopped, so see you later. Yeah. February 4th, 1999. Pixar Animation Studios announces that it has developed a property... Uh, excuse me. A propriety laser recording system called Pixar Vision for converting digital computer data into images or motion pictures film stock with unprecedented quality. Wait a minute, what is, say it again. They used what now? It's a did it's a machine Pixar Vision that converts digital computer data into images on motion picture film stock with unprecedented quality. They used it, excuse me, on Toy Story. Do you have a picture? No, there's no picture. Oh no picture, okay. I'm very sorry. A visual learner here. We can look oh I know, I'm a visual learner too. February fifth, two thousand four, Imagineer artist and Disney legend John Hinch passes away at the age of ninety five in Burbank, California. He worked for Walt Disney for more than 60 years. He was one of his artists back in 1939 that he had worked with him, but he died in 2004. I, was, I thought that was really sad. He received an Oscar while he was working on 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I love that movie. I used to watch that religiously as a kid. I know. You said that. It's yeah. on, You had it on VHS, right? Yeah. You need to get a VHS player that, so you can watch it. So speaking of kid, so I, here's a connection. You're talking about Disney and kid and stuff. I just thought of this. Did I tell you about my father's picture? Have I mentioned this before? Maybe. Of the 20,000 yeah, Leagues? No, he has a picture taken with Walt Disney. No, I don't think so. As a child. Yeah, he has a picture as a kid with Walt. And it's pretty cool. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's, it's really neat. I got to bring it in. So did he see him at Disneyland? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, because uh, all of his family's from that area. Right. Anaheim area. So. Well, I mean, you saw him on uh, Saving Mr. Banks, how he's just walking the parks. He likes to see how things are going on. So it probably happened more back then. That's what my father was telling me. Yeah. He, he, he happened to be just be outside walking around. Got his picture taken with him. So that's how you um, find out how well your business is working anyways. If you get down and talk to the guests. Right. I mean, just look at, we went to dinner the other night and two times the manager came by to ask us how our <sighs> night was. I know. 
I'm like, it's fine, dude. We told you the first time. It's all good. Right. I know. But I think that the second time, I think, was to let us know that there was a crowd waiting and get out of my restaurant. You think so? (laughs) I don't know. Probably, man, because we do sit around for quite a while. So February 6, 2012, the Disneyland Resort announces that they're going to give a $5 million gift to the Children's Hospital of Orange County for an expansion. Wow. That's a hunk of money. Good for them. They gave them, it was for an expansion and they let them have a Disney-designed lobby. So it was a $426,000 square foot patient tower and it was allowed to have Disney music and Mickey Mouse on top of the parking garage overlooking the construction site on the Love Data Avenue in Orange County. That's what it says. February 7th, this one's for me, not for you, sorry. 2008 is when Walt Disney Parks and Resorts announced the creation of American Idol attraction that will bring the television and pop culture phenomenon to life at Disney's Hollywood Studios. But now it is what, you know? Uh, Cinemagine, I believe, is what they're going with, right? Right, but now it is Frozen. Oh, you're talking about the actual attraction. Yeah, Yeah, it's a Frozen single. I thought you meant the park itself. Listeners, there you go. Listeners, if you haven't heard, the rumor out there is it's going to be called Cinemagine, which was one of the options. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm mad, though. I I, I don't mind. I mean, it sounds okay. It's okay, but... I kind of like it. I think Cinemagic makes more sense. Cinemagic, yeah. Because of the... But the imagination aspect of it. I know. Somebody that somebody created a blog the other day about that, and they was going in there like, who voted for this, and who voted for this? And and I said, that's not what I wanted. I really wanted Cinemagic. I just think as it is... Come, I want to bring up two things real quick. So Absolutely. first off, uh, Jim in Orlando thought that we were brother and sister. So I guess we do a great job of... <laughs> I know, high five for both of us. Here we go. Knuckles. Uh, fighting on air and... Portraying ourselves as brother and sister, which is great. You do tell me all the time that I remind you of your brother, Jamie. Right. Um, he does. And after I met Jamie, I have to say, yes, I I, I remind myself of him. Of, and honestly, you. Jim. Am I saying that right? I love Nick like he's my brother, so that works. Yeah, we go out to eat like constantly all the time. Uh with, with our with our spouses with, with our spouses. Yes, yes. So anyway, like so family. so that and also I want to bring up Andrew from KC texted and said, Hey, I got another Disney hack for you. Oh, I really? thought this was interesting. You know, we mentioned that if you cancel out your dining reservation within 24 hours, you're charged 10 bucks a head. Oh, yes, you did. He tell me said, that. hey, you know, why don't you go ahead and not cancel your reservation, but modify it for a different date and then cancel it. Yep. So I don't know. I haven't tried that yet. I'm going to have to see no, if that, that works. That scares me. That scares me, Andrew. I'll have to see if it works, buddy. I'll try it out. I think it's What would I be out? 30 bucks? An officer is giving us tips of how to hack. <laughs> hey. Hey now, so it's yeah, I'll try it. It's only, Andrew and it's only thirty bucks, so I'll try it out. Try it out, yeah. Yeah, see if it works. It'd be out thirty bucks. That's You're all. Smaller kind of, than me. What? I'm gonna be forty dollars. Oh, got it. Um, all right. As always, listeners, we do appreciate you listening to us every single week with the Hump Day News, the number one podcast entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Keep in mind if you're thinking about booking your next Disney vacation, you can always book through us. We are an affiliate now travel agent with Walt Express. So go ahead and contact us at 407-674-0414. That's my shameless plug there, Vicki. You're good. Or you can can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. We've already been contacted a handful of times. We're working a few, which is great. That's awesome. So the word's getting out and people are calling in and and texting in and and emailing us which is great so can't wait i think it's about that time peace and love have Have a magical magical day day, my friends friends. thanks a lot Vic. that's awesome good job you've been listening to the all-new mousecapades podcast be our guest put our service to the test if you have questions comments or would like to be a guest on the show please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.